0: small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts oh hello 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 my name is ebony griffin and i am your host of the small talk big thoughts podcast yeah it is great to be with you today or whenever you are listening. Uh, This is going to be a podcast that is, you know, really the word speaking for itself. Grab your pen, grab your paper and your Bibles and be ready to kind of like flip through the pages and go through the book of John so um, you know the subject is I am and generally I do I am but it is in reference to who we are you and I are in Christ who God tells us we are so it gives us identity so that we're not walking around here saying I don't know who I am I don't know what's my purpose I don't know no we all have a purpose We all have identities in Christ. And so that was, those were podcasts that I generally do and I will continue to do those. But this is specifically dedicated, this podcast is dedicated to who God is, uh, who Jesus is, and it is specifically from the book of John. And so the reason why I want to do this is just like, I don't want you and I don't want me to walk around not knowing who we are in Christ I don't want you to walk around with all these things that are going on and someone comes up and asks you about your faith and you don't know what you believe. You don't know who you believe in and that is what is going to be more important. It's not going to be important about who your pastor is. It's not important about what church you go to. It's not important about how good that sermon was on this day or that day. What matters is who do you believe in and you need to know that. I need to know that when the rubber meets the road, when it gets hard, when it gets hard out here and it will, when things get tough and it will, I don't know if you're watching the news, if you're reading the papers, things will get tougher and when they do, you need to know beyond a shadow of the doubt who you serve, who do you follow, who is Jesus Okay, so this is coming from the book of John. We're going to walk through. Let's go ahead and get started. John 1 and 1. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was God. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. Let me read that again. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. Now notice, in I'm reading from the King James uh Version you can read from New King James or whatever your preference. I do prefer that you compare because sometimes a lot of the other translations might not put certain things in there the right, the way the wording is from the King James. Uh, so I recommend that if you prefer a particular version, that you use both so that you're able to kind of walk through and see. Uh, but notice that the word, the word, word. So the actual word in this sentence is capitalized and that is John, the disciple, letting us know that he's not just talking about any word, you know, he's not talking about any little thing. He's talking about, it's capitalized, the word as in Jesus was with God and the word was God. Okay? So he is specifically letting us know Jesus has been there from the jump. He's been there from the beginning. That's John chapter 1 verse 1. John chapter 1 verse 3. He is one. He, speaking of Jesus, is one which all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So that lets us know that God... he. We don't make things. You and I don't make things. We don't create things. I don't care how, what kind of business you have, what idea I have. No matter how smart we think we are, how many degrees we think we have. The only reason why we create and strategize and think is because God allows us to. He gives us ideas. Things were created by him first and then he filters it through us. Any bright idea that you think you ever had... It belongs to God. You need to be giving God thanks for that. Because it was not you. It is not me. It is from the Lord. So that is John chapter 1 verse 3. John chapter 1 verse 29. And we're just going to go through. We're going through. We're flowing through John. I am the Lamb of God. This is in red letters. I am the the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is Jesus speaking, telling us who he is and what one of his purposes is. He's letting us, he's the lamb of God. And he takes away the sins of the world. Who's in the world? You and I are in the world, but we're not of the world. This is Bible talking. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. And when we are followers of God, when we have relationship with him, he takes away our sins. John chapter 4 verse 24. God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Again, if you didn't know who God was... This is a one sentence that's letting you know, God is a spirit, also bringing in the Holy Spirit here, because we serve the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three in one. And it says, God is a spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Okay, so that lets you know, lets us know who God is. John chapter five, verse 43, i come in the father's name this is jesus letting us know well why am i here i you know i've already told you that uh i came to take the sins away but who sent me i came in the father's name the father told me and i came in the father's name and that's we're sisters you and i so if we're followers of god We are brothers and sisters of Christ. And guess what? When we are on assignment to do his will, not something we want to do, but things that he has assigned us to do, guess, guess why we come, we come in, we come also in the father's name to do his will, whatever the assignment is. Okay. John chapter six, verse 48. I am the bread of life. This is again in red letters is from the mouth of Jesus. He is the bread of life. Jesus wanted us to see that physical food, the difference between physical food and the difference between spiritual food. Physical food, you could be hungry in 15 minutes. Again, you eat, you're hungry again. It's so temporary. But spiritual food, that bread of life, it satisfies. It provides, it satisfies. The bread of life from Jesus that he provides, it is eternal, it is everlasting again um, John chapter 6 verse 51 also speaks of the bread Jesus says I am the living bread which comes down from heaven again he's letting us know where did he come from he didn't just come out of the blue he came from heaven he came from being with God we heard from the beginning where he says from the beginning was the word so the word was already there the word is Jesus He was already with God. He came from heaven. And this is confirming that. John chapter 8, verse 12, I am the light of the world. Again, this is Jesus speaking. Jesus is letting us know that he is epitomizing the character of God as the Son. He provides the light. He is a shield that protects us. He is grace that's forgiving of us. He is glory to the father and you know this him saying that he is the light of the world kind of reminds me also of the scripture that lets us know we too are a light that because i mean listen everything that god the father has allowed jesus to do here we have that power as well jesus lets us know that he is the light of the world guess what you And I as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and believers of God we too are the light of the world we are here to bring forth God's glory we are here to epitomize the father and uh, to encourage and lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and to encourage people and edify them in the spirit uh, that is what our duties are. That is our job. And it is a heavenly duty that you should feel privileged to have. Okay. John chapter 8 verse 18. I am the one that bears witness of myself. L- Listen, this right here is so powerful. Guess what? He, he came, you know where he came from? He said he came from heaven. You know who sent him? The father sent him. You know, he is operating in the gifts that the Father gave him. And he is Jesus. He's God. And he's letting us know that, you know, I'm I'm bearing witness to myself. I am here to bear witness to myself. To let you know exactly what my goal is. Exactly what my purpose is. Exactly to let you know that I'm here to glorify the Father repeatedly in Scripture. When he was asked, Jesus is asked something. He tells him, no, you asked my father. No, I came to fulfill my father's purpose. He always lifted up God. Jesus always lifted up God. He always pointed to the father. He never took on credit for himself. He's witness of himself, but he's pointing you in the direction of the father. And that's how we should be with our gifts and our callings. We don't have to feel like it's all on us we did it we did we need to always be pointing to God always sending people back to him okay so John chapter 8 verse 23 I am from above and not of this world um, so this lets you know that he is from heaven and he comes from heaven like we said earlier he is not of the world and neither are you we are in this world we are not of this world we are visitors We are not here apart, shouldn't be doing the things that the world is doing. There should be a difference between you and I and what the world is doing. Now, are we going to fall sometimes? Are we going to do things that are, you know, we're not perfect. I'm not saying that. That scripture is not saying that. We do make mistakes, but in the end, we need to know the Lord's voice and we get back up, get get it together, repent, get back up. And follow him. Point in the direction of God. Go forward and follow him. So that is what our calling is. We are not of this world. Jesus was not of this world, and neither are we. John chapter ten verse nine, I am the door. If we enter, we shall be saved and find pasture. So if you enter, I'm the door. He's telling us you he is the door if you enter you shall be saved and find pasture so here jesus is describing that his care and devotion and who he is he's the only way in now i know on a lot of these um you know different interviews with a lot of these pastors with famous people you know i'm sure i won't call any names i ain't trying to be you know have to defend myself in the lawsuits, but you already know a lot of these pastors have sat with these talk show hosts that are you know beloved and they have been asked well how do you how do you get to God and and then they say oh you can get to God any way you want let me tell you no you cannot the scripture and the word says that Jesus is the door So you cannot get to him through calling on Ebony. You can't get to him calling on Oprah. You can't get to him calling on your favorite politician. It is through Jesus. He is the door, okay? So if you're not going through Jesus, then you're not getting in. That's just point blank. Those are not my words. This is from the Bible. And if you believe in this word, this is what it is. So the statement, I am the door, if you enter you shall be saved and find pasture this reinforces uh latter verses and a latter verse that we'll go over about just being the way of you know just being the way to the father of being the way the door way the entry way he's the only way you can get in the only way you can get in okay um so john chapter 10 verse 11 I am the good shepherd, giving life to the sheep. Now, this is a it's a great one because he is a shepherd. And what does shepherds protect? They lead. They, uh, I mean, they do so many things. They're guarding. They're guarding against the bad wolves and predators. And they're protecting the sheep. They are healing the sheep. They're, so if the sheep gets hurt, they're making sure that the wounded sheep get back up and are healed and ready to go with the rest of the flock uh they're guiding the sheep making sure that the sheep know exactly what the right way is um to go and so he's the good shepherd he's not just any shepherd he is the good shepherd and he gives life to the sheep you know so not just the healing of the sheep making sure that the sheep live again he's the good shepherd now he's not a hired man who is you know a predator comes a wolf comes and they just run you know you ever see a movie and something pops off or listen if you grew up in the hood like I did you know in an urban area you might see or be with some people and everything's cool something pops off and the next thing you know you're the last person standing no you look around everybody all you can see is they nikes or their gym shoes or whatever running and you're the last person uh last woman or man standing you by yourself uh but that is not jesus that is not who he is he is not a hired man that runs off and leaves his flock of sheep unprotected to save himself he is one that will not abandon he is one that will watch over his sheep his people no matter what cost in fact he gave his own life at the cost of the sheep at the cost of you and I as his flock and so such beautifulness in him being the shepherd and I would um you know challenge you to really think about do a little research on sheep and shepherd and understand that sheep really on their own they don't have any direction if you have a flock of sheep and no guide no shepherd the sheep will be all over they'll be wandering off they'll be doing all kind of stuff just caught up in the fence everywhere digging doing all kind of stuff but they need a shepherd to guide so that they all can be in unison so that they can all be going in the right direction otherwise the sheep is wandering and so jesus as the good shepherd lets us know he is one that will be ahead of us protecting us guiding us the right way Leading us so that we're not off wandering to ourselves, but we know exactly where we're going, and it isn't His direction. We're going in the right way. He won't abandon us, no matter how tough and bad somebody is that comes our way, no matter who comes our way, no matter what the predators, but what the uh, who the mean person is, who the mean guy is, who the mean woman is, no matter what we are faced in this life. As our good shepherd, he will not leave us. He will not forsake us. No matter how much we're threatened as the sheep, people, please listen to me. No matter how hard life gets, no matter who's threatening, no matter what, who is saying what, if you follow this good shepherd, you are going to be okay. You are going to be okay, and you need to know that. You need to know why he is the good shepherd. Okay, the next verse, John chapter 10, verse 30. I am one with the Father. Again, earlier I spoke about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three in one. This is Jesus in red letters out of his own mouth. In John chapter 10 verse 30, letting you know, he and the Father are one. Okay, so when someone tells you, I want to thank God, and then they continue and they say they don't believe in Jesus, guess what? They're thinking their God. They're not thinking your God. If you say you're a follower of Christ, you that should be an alert, red flag go off, flag on the play right then and there that they are not worshiping your God. If they don't believe in the Holy Spirit, they believe in um, you know God and they believe in Jesus, but the, not the Holy Spirit. Again, red flags need to just alert 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 it needs to go off in your head it's three in one it is the father it is the son and it is the holy spirit and if you're not following him if you're unsure if there's any doubt about that that means that you need to be in your word so that you can understand that have to be able to know this word with boldness identify what you know the word says study to show yourself approved if you're just popping open your bible Doing your regular Sunday service is not good enough in this time. You're going. I'm not saying you're not good enough. I'm saying for you and I, it is a time that we have to know what's in this book so that we can know what we believe. So if somebody, if you hear something that sounds off, how you gonna know if it sound off if you only pop in the Bible open when your pastor said turn to this chapter? No, you. It's your responsibility as a follower as a believer to know what you believe because when we have to go before the lord guess what your pastor so-and-so is not going to be on the side of you your gr- big mama your grandmama your big daddy your granddaddy and your mom and all these people sister whoever are not going to be on the side of you saying yep that's right she studied this he, he studied that no it's going to be you and you're going to have to account for what you know and what you don't know what you did and what you didn't do what time you were given and what you did during that time you and i will have to account for that okay um so that's just something that i want you to keep in mind again um we were in john chapter 10 verse 30 i am one with the father that is jesus okay Now, this is John chapter 11, verse 36. I am the Son of God. Again, we've talked about it. It is the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And he is clearly letting you know who he is. Clearly, he's letting us know who he is. He's one with the Father, but yes, I'm one with the Father, but I'm also the Son of God. Okay? Um, Just beautiful. John is a beautiful illustration. I want to challenge you to get in this book. Go through these things. Go through the book of John. Read the book of John. During October, we just started a new month. Read the book of John during this. So you can identify what we're going over now. But also so many beautiful things in the book of John. It gives you so much boldness. And I, I I would promise you that God will put people before you where whatever you have read in the book of John, you will be able to speak to others about what you read because he'll put people in your path and you'll you'll have to do it. Uh, but that's John chapter 11 verse 36. I'm the son of God. John chapter 11 verse 25. I am the resurrection and the life. Now, you know, death comes with despair just in general like I've had a podcast on death I mean we talked about it everybody you know that is listening we've had loved ones that have passed away we know that there is a sense of despair hopelessness sadness finality that comes with death you know there is a thought that oh my goodness I'm you know that person is gone I won't get to talk to him and all that stuff but Jesus comes to uh, give us life and to let us he puts the sting in death to let us know that if that person who has passed away was a follower of christ and you are a follower of christ you will see that person again and on the other side so it is not final okay now it's a little bit different if that person knew the lord and you don't you listen to this and you don't and that just means that you got to get it. get you got to get together you got to get it together you got to go to the lord and you got to say i need you lord i need you in my life come on in here holy spirit i need you god okay so is that's a little different but if you know the lord and that person know the lord you will see them again okay so but in this jesus says i'm the resurrection and i am the life and this just brings our attention to Him just being life you know the life he is eternal he is um you know the world makes us look at it like hey you know death is it that's it and they speak of you know this whole afterlife and this spooky stuff especially with this being the you know the month of october uh with halloween and all of that stuff I'm not talking about no silly stuff like that. I'm talking about heavenly things, spiritual things, being able to know that you, if you are a follower of God, you will see your loved ones again. You will have everlasting life through him. That's what I'm talking about. You believing that Jesus conquered the grave. Uh, you believe that he rose to life in those three days. You believe that you know after after that his the um after his death, his, all of the sins of the world are forgiven. Um, that he rose and that the Holy Spirit came after, and the Holy Spirit dwells in us because we receive Jesus. These are heavenly things. This lets us know that he is the resurrection and the life he revived us. You know, he gave us eternal life. Uh next next uh verse, John chapter 14 verse 11. I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Now we talked a little bit about him saying that he is one with the Father. We talked about Jesus saying he is he is the son of God. We talked about him saying that he is um he comes in the father's name we talked about the the beginning um from john 1 and 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with god now he is letting us know that he is in the father and the father is in him and then um what is beautiful is what comes after this because this lets us know what our position is john chapter 14 verse 20 i am in the father you are in me and me in you so he no question here he let us know from the beginning in for in uh chapter 14 verse 11 i'm in the father the father is in me then if you were a person that was reading that was like but what about me he lets you know i'm in the father you're in me and i'm in you Okay. So again, this is full-blown operation of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The last one and I'm sure there are plenty, many more in John, but I uh, but I've kind of gone a little bit over my time and I wanted to just kind of walk you through the red letters in the word just so that you know who God is. Uh but this is John chapter 15. Verse 1 and 5, it says, uh, 1 and also uh, verse 5, he says, I am the true vine. And then verse 5 says, um, I'm the vine and we are the branches or you are the branches, okay? Listen, so he's the true vine. Think about a tree that, um, you know, has vines, like um, any bush or tree that has vines, And, you know, the branches are only being nurtured and have nutrients because the vine is healthy. You know, so if the vine isn't healthy and if it's not alive, then the branches don't make it. And so because God is living, because Jesus is living, he's the resurrection, he's the life, that is why you and I, as branches get the opportunity to thrive and to live and to be the light and to have everlasting life because of that so by abiding in and dwelling with and attaching ourselves to Christ it enables us we are enabled through his life to flow he can flow through us he can we can flow in him he can flow through us and so this is so important because you know, we cannot bear fruit as the branch without him. And so sometimes it's hard for people to understand that you cannot be fruitful without him. And you can follow and say, you know, you reject if a person rejects God, if they reject Jesus, they might you might see them as famous. They might have money and all that. that, uh, but they don't get the everlasting life. Um, They don't get to live forever. They don't get the benefits that you get. They don't, they have sorrow. They have anger. They have so much heaviness on them. They don't get the fruitfulness that Christ gives us as a benefit. And so I I know that in the future I'll do a podcast that really discusses like the benefits of walking with Christ. Uh, But just being fruitful amongst everyone in this world. is, is a plus, you know, it, it puts us in a position to be able to honor God, our father, and to be able to do his will and just really live our life as close to Christ, like, you know, as close to Christ did. So as much as we can living our life, modeling Christ to others. Um, so again, I went through the book of John. I'm sure there are other things, Um, But I I wanted to let you know that as far as the big thought, you know, going through these scriptures will give you an indication of the power of who you are, um, but then also know who you serve. That's going to be so important to stand on these things. I don't expect you to um, remember my voice or anything like that, but I do Pray that you would pop open the book of John often. Go through these. Memorize who Jesus is. Who he is telling you he is to the point where you believe it is seeping through your skin. It's coming out of your skin like sweat. Where if you are in a a vine, you know that he's divine. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He is the... He's in the Father and be, you are in Him, and He is in you. That there should be no doubt about who you serve. It should be no doubt about who you follow. You don't have to think of, you know, um you're, you know, if you have kids or if you are, you you know, you you have parents. You don't have somebody ask you, okay, who's who are your parents? You don't have to think twice about who who your parents are. That's how important it is for you to know who you follow. Who who God is, who Jesus is, and, and who the Holy Spirit is for you. You need to know who you serve. So that is the big thought. Know who you serve as well as have knowledge in your position in him. Um, You know, know that he is the only way. He is the only path to God. He is the only way to forgiveness. He's the only source of truth that's out there. I don't care what news channel you watch. It's not accurate, and it's not going to be true like the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God giving you knowledge, okay? If you pop your Bible open, you'll get the news before the news, okay? Um, So this is just so you know that, again, Jesus is the only source of truth. He is um, the—he's given knowledge about God. He's the only route to eternal life, Jesus is. So get in your word, pop your Bible open, look at John, go over John, please do that. Um, I am challenging you to do that. Again, my name is Ebony Griffin. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you are sharing these episodes or even sharing, you know, if you don't share the episode, at least share the information you are listening to from the episode. Think through these things and share it with other people again. We are not called here to seek, suck in information and keep it to ourselves. We are supposed to be the light. And that, what lights, and you think about like the Olympics and they have that torch and they carry that torch around for days and they go through different countries and all this stuff with this torch. And then at the end, when they get to the destination, what do they do? They light the main torch and it stays lit for the long haul. Okay. That's what we are. We are supposed to be passing the baton, lighting other torches. We're lighting others their torch so that they can go on and light somebody else's torch. And because we're the light, we are the light, okay? Jesus is the light. We are the light, okay? All right, until next time, good people. Until the next episode. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts.